Power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Marcus Aurelius This is Citadelium, episode 20, and I'm your host, Yuri Digaya. Today's episode is uh, more about solutions rather than problems, and I wanted to dedicate an episode to some kind of a uh, discussion of a solution rather than problems because uh, all we can see right now is uh, definitely problems. There's lots and lots of negative news out there with uh, everything that's happening around the world. Uh, some people may think that uh, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Um, the future is uh, pretty bleak and uh, there's absolutely no reason to, you know, resist or uh, hope for anything good out there, but uh, I don't think that's the case. I think. Uh, there's quite a lot of good in the world, obviously, uh, the bad, the evil cannot exist with the good, so uh, without the good, right? So they are uh, one and the same thing, just the different gradations of it. So uh, I think um, uh, it's, uh, it's a bit tiring to uh, listen to all this negative news and how big the problem uh, is, uh, how uh, they, you know, how negative everything is. So I want to uh, talk a little bit about the general framework for uh, a positive uh, way of thinking about it uh, and uh, a way of uh, uh, coming up with some solutions uh, uh, to the problems that we have. And um, uh, I think solutions uh, exist. Uh, solutions uh, out there can be found on the internet by uh, various groups and uh, I am part of many uh, groups uh, that discuss all kinds of solutions out there. Uh, this whole show is actually uh, dedicated to uh, some of these solutions as well. Uh, Citadelium uh, comes from the word Citadel, and this is what we want to build. This is our ideal, is the world of uh, tens of thousands of citadels, a world full of uh, uh, little kingdoms and uh, principalities and uh, republics uh, and whatnot, uh, in which uh, an individual can choose where he wants to live, uh, uh, according to which uh, standards, uh, to which uh, religion, or with which ethnicity, uh, all those choices uh, would be available to an individual in the world that we imagine. This is an anarcho-capitalist world uh, that uh, essentially provides uh, the freedom of choice to individuals. Um, this world I guess is devoid of uh, nation-states or the nation-states, if they exist, they are much smaller and much fewer than they are right now. But um, before we reach that world, uh, I think some time will pass. And uh, the problem is that uh, we have to live right now. We are alive right now and the thing is that uh, the ideal future that we want may not come in the next 5-10 years. It may not come in the next 100 years. It may, and I think it will come, and I actually covered it in one of my previous episodes in which I described the two ways I think the nation-state may or will actually collapse. And uh, I, also, I also take note that uh, this whole process may take uh, decades or centuries to unfold. Uh, this has to do with many 
factors and one of those factors is also uh, about uh, the general development or evolution uh, of, uh, uh, of mankind, uh, the spiritual evolution, the psychological uh, evolution, the, just the general development of our species uh, because you have to be ready for this kind of world in which uh, you have a lot of choice and in which you have a lot of um, agency as they call it because to be frank right now uh, as we can see not a lot of people are ready to be free they're not um, really willing to use uh, liberty and freedom and use their own capabilities to achieve their goals they would rather rely on a um, uh, on, on some kind of a agency or some kind of a, a body uh, that will, you know, uh, make their lives easier and more comfortable. They simply want to delegate responsibility to someone else. And um, that is completely fine at this point in time, I think. Uh, it, it just means that at this point in time where we are, uh, most people are not ready for it. That's why I'm saying that this process of of transitioning into the world full of citadels may take a while not because uh, not because uh, we don't want it it's just because that there's not so many people who actually want it uh, there's not so many people who even think about it right so uh, but uh, right now uh, we live in this world and we have uh, uh, what we have before our eyes uh, we have uh, these events unfolding and I'm talking about obviously things like the Great Reset and, uh, you know, uh, possible mandatory vaccinations and all kinds of things uh, that uh, may not be uh, completely uh, desirable uh, to speak softly. But uh, there is also a type of a mindset that one can adopt to cope with these things. And um, cope is probably not the good word here. I think the better word would be to... Uh, to handle and to navigate these waters. These waters, I mean the world that we live in, the, the, this, uh, this global world that is uh, uh, developing in this uh, uh, globalist fashion. Um, which is also not a fact. Uh, we can see some resistance from uh, various countries such as uh, uh, Russia, for example, uh, to, uh, you know, uh, resistance to this globalist agenda. So uh, we'll see how this will unfold, but nevertheless, uh, things may get a little more sour before they get better and this uh, sour period may last for quite a while. So uh, I think uh, the good way to uh, deal with this and the good way to uh, see this uh, through is through the philosophy of Stoicism. Uh, this is not really uh, a recommendation in terms of uh, which kind of philosophical system to adhere to. I'm just uh, uh, explaining to you what uh, I personally prefer and uh, I'll uh, lay down um, briefly why I prefer the stoic mindset in uh, today's situation. It's because um, I think it is the most suitable mindset uh, in any situation, not just in bad situations, in good uh, situations as well. Uh, but uh, since we live in the world in which um, uh, apparently, uh, according to mass media and social media, the negative uh, side of the world uh, prevails, um, I think in this type of a world, Stoicism is very, very uh, desirable to have as a mindset. So, 
if uh, if you don't know anything about stoicism i'm not going into the academic uh, uh, discussion of the uh, topic here i would rather just describe it from uh, my point of view how i understand it and uh, i think stoicism uh, stoicism is based on two postulates on two points and the first point is that you have to accept what is you have to accept the world for what it is and the state of affairs for what they are and that's it the second one would be you have to take care of the things that you can control that are under your control and you don't have to bother about things that are outside of your control so let me talk a little bit about both of these um, uh, in detail so uh, i think the first postulate is quite self-explanatory accept what is and accepting the the things as they are is pretty much what um, even uh, spiritual leaders uh, uh, such as Eckhart Tolle and others uh, talk when they say that you have to be in the moment, right? You have to live in the moment, you have to live in the now. That is accepting uh, the state of affairs as they are around you. So if you think about it, uh, when you are angry at someone or you are angry at something, you're mad at something, uh, it's that uh, the reason for that is that you do not accept the state of affairs as they are. For example, if uh, uh, let's let's have a simple example, you uh, got uh, a uh, present and it's not what you expected, and you got mad. Uh, a very trivial example uh, from everyday life. Uh, you get mad, your your emotions take over you because uh, this is not what you expected. So reality is different from what you had in mind uh, for that uh, particular moment. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, emotions take over you and you react based on those emotions without actually processing those emotions in your mind and thinking uh, through them and thinking whether it is worth or not worth reacting in that way. So that's, that's what I mean by accepting it. When you accept the reality as it is, you see things that, uh, as they are. Let's say you got, um, you know, uh, a, a, an example from some kind of a... Uh, you know, Jersey Shore, uh, maybe when uh, someone, a, f a rich father gives a, uh, to, to his uh, daughter a Maserati instead of a Ferrari, right? She gets pissed off and uh, <laughs> I guess the uh, proper uh, way to react to such a thing is that, well, it's not what I wanted, but it is what it is right now. And, um, you know, I will accept the reality as it is instead of uh, getting all emotional and fighting with my father about it. Uh, I will just, you know, uh, either tell him quietly and, and simply, you know, maybe uh, if there is a chance we could exchange this thing for something else, or if not, uh, I'll be happy to drive this one because, uh, you know, it's still a luxury car and nobody has such a car, right? Uh, that's, I don't know, it's, I don't know why uh, this example came to my mind, but that, that's just uh, what appeared there uh, right now. So, uh, this is... Uh, this is a very simple uh, concept, I think, but uh, it is uh, everything uh, that is simple is not uh, usually uh, available to everybody, right? So it's not something that a lot of people actually use. And that is precisely why a lot of people uh, are uh, possessed by their emotions and they lead uh, more of a reactive uh, life rather than uh, proactive. By reactive, I mean that uh, they react uh, to 
uh, external events. They react to external stressors uh, as they come instead of uh, processing them and then reacting uh, in a particular in another manner, uh, probably more benign manner, right? So when you have a stressor uh, that comes from uh, the outside world and um, uh, that stressor essentially breaks uh, the picture of reality for you and creates a new reality for you that you did not expect and you did not want, then you start reacting in a bad way uh, most of the time. Um, when you accept reality for what it is and when you drop all expectation of a future reality, then you get a different mindset. You uh, start acting differently because you don't uh, really have any expectation of good or bad. You just uh, operate uh, within the present moment. Uh, you live in the now. So you see things as they are right now and based on that information you act accordingly. So uh, I hope that helps a little bit. Uh, obviously you can go uh, ahead and read uh, a little more about that in you know the Stoic books uh, that I will mention a little later uh, in Stoic authors as well. Um, so the second postulate as I mentioned uh, would be to um, uh, take care of the things that are within your control and not to bother about the things that are outside of your control. Again, uh, this sounds quite easy, uh, but uh, once again I'll say that uh, the most genius things are usually the simple ones that people don't even see, right? The things that are on the surface, but people just miss them completely. And I think that's uh, exactly what you have to do, is to take care of the things that you have uh, under you can have under your control that are within your reach to control so what do i mean by that well from my personal experience let me state that uh, let's say when i started uh, getting into these uh, uh, various rabbit holes uh, and started learning all kinds of truths about how the world operates how everything is pretty much a scam everything is upside down um, naturally, uh, being a, a young guy, maybe a, it was a 10 years ago, so I was in my uh, mid-20s, um, uh, not very experienced, uh, not very mature emotionally and probably uh, cognitively either. Um, I, uh, I used to take all this and, and, and all this information created lots of emotion in me, right? And uh, you, in this, in this state, you tend to... Uh, become uh, uh, a bit more of uh, hot-headed. You you want a revolution right now, right? Oh, we have to get rid of all these guys. The, these bad guys are just completely, you know, screwing us over every single day. It's been happening for centuries. Now they have, they all have to go. We have to rise a rebellion right now. Uh, you know, things like that. And um, and that's completely normal because you know you like I said you're still young probably full of hormones still um, not not completely mature it takes uh, time to get some wisdom and uh, to mature uh, enough and uh, with that you start uh, imagining uh, things uh, that you could do that are actually outside of your control so it is uh, probably good although not for everybody but it's still good to learn how things work, right? How things work, uh, how they are. Um, it's good to understand how the world and by whom it is run. And, you know, uh, uh, speaking of all these uh, sick people who are um, 
who are uh, psychopaths, uh, uh, the elite psychopaths and all that stuff. Yes, it's completely uh, maddening what's happening uh, there and uh, that it's been happening for so long and they're not behind, not behind bars, obviously, they are still there and they will likely be there uh, for quite some time as well. And uh, it is natural that you feel so angry that you just want to go berserk uh, on them and, you know, uh, uh, have a revolutionary spirit. But at the same time, you have to realize that most likely if they have been there for so long and uh, they are still there, it is because they are extremely powerful and they have all the resources in the world to fight uh, anybody pretty much anybody and that includes you and that means that most likely what you're thinking and fantasizing about is outside of your control um, this is something it's it's like uh, you know it's like going uh, to a fight uh, with a knife against a whole army that has a nuclear you know uh, arsenal at their disposal you're you're literally a nobody there in this fight um, and I'm not uh, saying that such a thing is uh, impossible. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, the world probably has seen a couple of uh, highly, highly influential people, even messiahs who would probably, you know, uh, gather the world uh, around them. But again, it's uh, highly unlikely that you will be able to uh, uh, even create a movement or move... Uh, uh, seven and a half billion uh, people to change seven and a half billion people's hearts uh, in order for them to just wake up and uh, you know um, get rid of these uh, sick elites uh, so-called elites uh, so I think this is something that uh, is outside of your control and that is precisely if you are getting a little more mature you start realizing that that is something that you have to stop thinking about and uh, those are things that are not that are not out of uh, not within your control, and you have to start thinking about the things that you can actually control. And what do I mean by the things that you can control? Well, obviously, that starts from uh, you, from your individual, from your person. That starts from your own life, and as uh, uh, Jordan Peterson uh, famously says, uh, "Clean up your room." This is where you have to start. This is completely within your control. You can improve and change yourself you can develop yourself so this is the first thing that you have to start working on and then uh, you have to scale a little bit up and you have to keep scaling until you hit that kind of a ceiling where your control ends right so for different people it's a different level obviously for someone it's uh, pretty much uh, it pretty much ends with maybe their family right they can control their own uh, uh, person and their family but uh, pretty much outside of that they don't control much other people can uh, have a meaningful impact within their whole community or even within their own town or a city so that's already a more developed more mature person and more um, a person who uh, has all kinds of capabilities that allow him to have more control over you know uh, on a larger scale and uh, yes uh, there are also people who are so extremely good and at, at something you know like business or even politics or even uh, spiritual teachings that they um, uh, 
it is within their control to have uh, uh, an effect on uh, quite a large uh, uh, subset of a population. They can, they can affect you know a million people or two million people. Uh, so these people exist too, and uh, that's within uh, that is the framework. That is uh, the levels of control that they have to work with. But they shouldn't really go outside of that, right? Because if if they feel if you feel like you've hit that ceiling, that's that's it. That's uh, the that's the the borders uh, uh, within which you have to work. So that is what I mean by um, uh, saying that you have to uh, take care of the things within your control and not to bother about the stuff outside of your control. So once you start doing that, you will notice how your life actually becomes a lot more meaningful and you don't really waste time anymore about uh, on uh, thinking uh, about uh, all these external things that uh, exist in the world but don't necessarily uh, come into direct contact with you. Obviously, um, uh, some of the things that the parasites do uh, will affect you uh, personally and individually, but then in that moment you will uh, evaluate the situation and you will do whatever it is necessary whatever is within your control to do about that right so uh, right now let me give you a simple example right now if you know that there is uh, you know uh, someone out there who is uh, I don't know building uh, space weapons uh, to who can you know uh, evaporate a whole city you can't really do much about it you just you just need to stop thinking about it because uh, it's completely outside of your control. It's uh, you're not unless you work in the military intelligence and you're that one of those awakened guys who want to you know subvert these operations. Just forget about it and stop thinking about it. It's uh, because it can be really addictive to go into these rabbit holes, conspiracy rabbit holes, right? And and uh, I'm I'm similar. I like those too. <laughs> um, so, but what you can do is, uh, you know, take care of your family, take care of your neighborhood, maybe explain to them, hey, you know, these things are happening, someone's building these, um, um, you know, uh, direct, uh, uh, direct energy weapons or whatever they are in space and they can destroy us at any time. So, enjoy your day while it lasts, basically, <laughs> because uh, that thing is outside of your control. So, that's, that's the main premise here. Um, let me recap. Uh, first, accept what is, accept uh, the present moment, accept what is uh, uh, the state of affairs right now. And second, uh, take care of the things that are within your control and don't bother about the stuff outside of your control. So this is what uh, stoicism is about. Uh, this is what it is to me. Um, there are uh, there are uh, many examples in life, uh, but I think um, yeah, from popular culture, I guess a really good example would be, uh, I don't know if you've uh, read the book or watched the movie called uh, The Shawshank Redemption, where the main character got in prison and spent uh, quite a few years in prison, but uh, uh, obviously, you know, uh, at first uh, he was quite uh, upset being in prison, like everybody would, but then he took... Uh, uh, over his uh, feelings and uh, he accepted, first of all, he accepted the situation, right? Uh, he accepted, okay, now I'm in prison, probably gonna spend uh, the rest of my life here. And secondly, he started working and doing things that were within his control and he quickly, as you read or watch a movie, he quickly gained uh, quite a lot of control in the prison uh, and, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, even within that prison he uh, gained uh, uh, quite a little bit of a respect uh, he even got promoted to certain positions within the prison um, uh, even uh, got uh, the guards on his side and things like that so uh, and uh, you know the whole thing uh, ended with uh, pretty much happily for him at least um, I recommend it, the, the, this movie, if you don't want to read it, it's, it's pretty good. Um, so uh, that would be a stoic mindset. That would be a stoic mindset, right? That's uh, how uh, you you uh, do it. You accept the situation for what it is and you work with what you have. So essentially what I'm saying is that you can be a happy slave or you can be a happy rich man. It is quite possible to be a happy slave in terms of i don't recommend people being slaves obviously i'm just saying that even if you are a slave you can still accept the situation for what it is um, and just uh, do your best at you know <laughs> in that particular situation uh, instead of uh, you know falling into depression or maybe even killing yourself because you don't accept reality completely so uh, if you want to study a little more about Stoicism, if you want to read some Stoics, uh, uh, the uh, some ancient Stoic philosophers, I highly recommend uh, the ones that I read personally. Those are only two, although there are more. Um, and the first one would be Marcus Aurelius, the uh, emperor, the famous uh, philosopher king. Uh, his meditations that he wrote for himself uh, were discovered later. It was basically his diary, and uh, you can see a lot of wisdom there. He uh, discusses uh, with himself, I guess, uh, all kinds of uh, things, all kinds of daily events that happen with him and uh, uh, people's characters and um, um, and uh, a very, very good read, I think. Uh, if a king can, uh, you know, uh, if a king needs uh, this kind of help and self-reflection, I think anybody can uh, uh, do it as well, right? Uh, obviously, a king's job is quite uh, stressful, but still, um, you know, uh, I think anybody uh, would uh, be uh, wise to uh, to take uh, some time for self-reflection and actually see where they are in terms of their mindset, right? Uh, and the second one is the letters of Seneca. Seneca is a great uh, Stoic philosopher as well. Uh, again, uh, he wrote uh, uh, a bunch of letters to his uh, friend or student, uh, they were exchanging letters and uh, uh, exactly the same, I think it's great that uh, 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 these uh, letters were uh, preserved and you can uh, read them, uh, uh, you can find them for free or you can just buy a book. Um, also, uh, pretty much encapsulates the whole uh, philosophy of the Stoics and uh, uh, like I said, I just gave you a very brief um, uh, example of what Stoicism is about, a brief description of it. Uh, you can definitely read more, there's more to it, but uh, I wanted to give you something that uh, is uh, more of a, a pointer, uh, more of an uh, introduction to it, uh, and even if you don't read any Stoics, uh, uh, at all, uh, just remembering the two points that I covered in this uh, episode uh, should be enough for you to start realizing that, you know, things are not as bad as they are and they will not be as bad as uh, you think they are because if you start uh, adopting this strategy, if you start accepting uh, things for what they are and if you start uh, uh, paying attention more to the things that are within your control and putting the other things um, either completely out of your mind or or at least in the background where they are not at the forefront and bug you all the time, 
you will see a qualitative uh, uh, effect uh, on your life. You will see an increasing quality of your life uh, simply because your life will be rid of these uh, stressors, the stressors that do not need to be there, uh, to be honest. Uh, it is uh, quite known that uh, the poorest uh, fishermen in uh, uh, some uh, Asian, uh, South, uh, Southeast Asian uh, village are the happiest people, right? Because they simply don't know anything. They just live their simple lives, um, uh, you know, uh, going fishing every day. And they are super happy. Um, uh, think about it and think what it means uh, for you and uh, for your loved ones. I think it's uh, really important to reevaluate uh, what kind of mind mindset you have. And I think stoicism would be the one that you could adopt uh, these days to improve uh, your life a little bit. With that said, thanks for joining me again. And uh, join us on Telegram. Uh, the group uh, for discussion is called Citadelium as well. Uh, we discuss this and other topics, uh, how to build citadels uh, uh, and um, uh, the current state of the world as well um, uh, in that group. Uh, that said, until next time.